Welcome to the Heme Consult Podcast, a weekly inspiration infusion for women of color and hematology. Dear woman of color and hematology, Heme Consults is your personal space to rest, recharge, and renew your spirit with a weekly infusion of inspiration from hematologist Dr. Toyasi Anwemena. Every Sunday, Dr. Anwemena will remind you that you are a superstar and have everything you need to succeed in your incredible career as a hematologist. Welcome to the Hematology Sisterhood that will transform your world. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Heme Consoles podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Anwemena, and it is such a pleasure to be talking with you today. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for lending me your ears. Because if you were not here, I could not be speaking. Or if I was speaking, you would not be hearing. So it would be as if I wasn't speaking. So thank you so much for being here. I am Tayasin Wemena, I'm a hematologist extraordinaire. I'm a coach, I'm an entrepreneur, and so many things. And I'm super excited to be speaking in your ears today about part two of the episode that we spoke about last time, the gift, the gift. So last time we spoke about you as the gift. And now we're going to talk about other people as the gift. And I'm super excited because it's going to be a really great episode because as you, I hope last week, learned about the gift that is you, this week we're going to learn about the gift that is the other people who will surround you. And just to to remind you, it's the same theme scripture from the last episode, and that is James chapter 1, verse 17, James chapter 1, verse 17. And before I get started, I just want to encourage you, a woman of color in hematology and all others who are listening, that, you know... Everything you've ever received is a gift. And sometimes the people who've gifted us those gifts, they don't know. They don't know that they were giving us gifts, but they are a gift. And the most important part of the gift is not the giver of the gift, it's more the receiver of the gift. The receiver of the gift to recognize the preciousness of the gift. And so I want to just remind you that everything you've ever received in life is a gift. Even when it hasn't felt like it's a gift, even when you're like, oh, no, it wasn't. I'm sure I know gifts and that was no gift. I want you to recognize that you as the gift, as the receiver of the gift have power to turn things that weren't even meant to be gifts into gifts. And so I'm here today to remind you of the power you have to create something amazing out of something that was not so amazing, where somebody gave you a gift that actually was dirty and was actually not even a gift. It was something meant to hurt you. You have power to turn the thing that was meant to hurt you, the thing that was meant to pull you down into something amazing, something incredible. And I'm here to remind you of your power, a woman of color in hematology. You've had so many things that should have brought you down. You did not let them get you down. You climbed over and you used them as a stepping stone to your greatness. So I want to say you've done it before. You can do it again. You can always do it again. You will do it again. And I invite you to remember the superpower you have of turning things that didn't look like gifts into gifts. And I want to invite you, invite you into that space today as we talk about how that happens. All right. Welcome, women of color and hematology to today's episode. I'm talking about the gift of others. I'm talking about the gift of others. And, you know, I, I want to share a story that I've actually shared before. I've shared it a lot. I shared this episode, especially in the last season. I shared it probably the first couple of podcast episodes. But it really is a story of a mentoring relationship that didn't turn out great. And it was just, I was, I was a bitter mentee. I really was because I felt hurt in the relationship. I just felt, I just felt 
like I wasn't valued like I was supposed to be. So I was very hurt. I was bitter. I was angry. And for really years, gosh, even maybe as late as last year, without recognizing it, I was carrying bitterness and anger because I felt like I felt like I was a young person entrusting my career to this person who was senior, who was who went before me. And I just felt like they should have treated me kinder. They should have treated me with kindness. They should have treated me with respect. They should have honored me and respected me. And I just felt like I wasn't well treated. And so to be honest, I mean, it took me a long time to get to a place where I realized that I couldn't stay in a relationship that was abusive to me, that didn't honor me. But it also took me a long time to recognize that I was the one who was broken. Because when, when you're broken, you're more likely to stay in broken situations so much longer than you would if you weren't broken. And so it took me a long time to recognize that I needed to work on me and that as much as other people were doing things that were harmful to me, I also had a role to play in removing myself quickly from harmful situations. And the fact that I couldn't feel the harm of the situation and it took me a long time was a sign of my decreased sensitivity to situations. Let me use an example, the example within the example. So if you have your sense of touch intact, you touch a hot stove, the very first thing you do is you withdraw it. You withdraw it like because you're like, oh, that burned me. No, thank you. But when you have neuropathy or anything else that damages your, your sense of touch, your sense of feeling, if you touch something that's burning, that's hot, it's going to take you a long time to come to the realization that it's hot before you finally pull away. And by the time you pull away, you actually come away with burns. And that burns decreases your sensitivity further. And so you're the kind of person who, if you do not pay attention to and heal the lack of sensitivity, you're going to continue to put your hand in places that burn you. You're going to become less and less sensitive. Do you see what I'm saying? That's where I was. And I didn't recognize it. I didn't recognize for the longest time I kept saying it was this mentor. Look at what this mentor did to me. Look at how this mentor treated me. And the reality was that I, I was ill as well. I had lost my sensitivity. And so there I was putting my hands on things that were burning me. And it took me a long time to recognize the burn. And even after I finally recognized and pulled away, more damage had been done. So that when I went to the next situation, I was still dull. I was still not sensitive to the burn. I was the one who needed work. But this other thing, because here we're talking about the gift, what I now recognize is that that experience with that mentor was a gift to me to recognize how badly I was wounded, to recognize how insensitive I was to my own needs and my own value and my own worth and my own pain. And so now, now I am appreciative of that experience that I have with that mentor because I now recognize it for the gift that it was. If I hadn't tolerated something so ugly, I wouldn't have recognized how much my sensors were off. And then I couldn't have gone to do the work that allowed me to become more sensitive, to allow me to come to the place where now you misbehave. We're not going to spend much time together because it's like, okay, I'm not staying to be burned. I've increased sensitivity about situations and environments that help me thrive. And so what a gift I now recognize it to be, but it initially didn't look like a gift. Initially didn't, it wasn't even, let's just be honest, it wasn't given as a gift. Or maybe it was, but it was given as a gift that I didn't receive as a gift. But 
now that I'm receiving it as a gift, I'm receiving it as a gift because of the power inside of me to transform it into a gift. And that's what I'm here to share with you today. The very first thing I'm here to share with you is that everything you've ever received in life is a gift to you. Everything. You may be like, nope, you do not meet my mother. If you met my mother, you would know that that was no gift. Bear with me for a few minutes and just stay with me. Don't shut off. Don't turn off. But just recognize the reason everything you've ever received as a gift is because of your power. That's why it's a gift, because you have power to turn it into a gift. But I'm getting ahead of myself. But I just wanted to give you that preview so you know where we're going. But the reality of your life is that you are surrounded by giftedness. You are surrounded by gifts. And to be honest, sometimes people are bringing you gifts and they're bringing it without knowing that they're giving you gifts. Sometimes people are actually bringing you gifts and they're not gifts. In disguise, they actually want the gift the gift to hurt you, right? I'm doing air quotes for those who are not watching, but you're listening to me. I'm doing air quotes, right? They are, they are, they're bringing it to you in a way that it's meant to hurt you. And you're not even aware. You're not even aware that it's meant to hurt you. You're just receiving it as a gift. But no matter the source of the gift, whether it was meant to be a real gift or whether it was a pseudo gift or whether it was actually meant to hurt you, no matter the gift, you recognize that everything you have, everything that surrounds you, everything is a gift. And the reason everything that surrounds you is a gift is number two. And number two is your power, your power to transform even the ugliest of things into the greatest of gifts. Your power to transform even the ugliest of things into the greatest, the greatest of gifts. Your power, I want to say it one more time, to transform even the ugliest of gifts into the greatest of gifts. And how do you have that power? How do you wield that power? You wield that power because the first thing you have to decide is that it is a gift. You first of all have to say this is a gift. And to be honest, your body may struggle, your mind may struggle. You may be like, I'm trying to just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to deceive myself. I'm trying to say this is a gift and I'm not feeling the gift. It's okay. Struggle with it for a while. It's the way it is. Because in your mind, you're like, I've seen gifts. This is no gift. This looks like poison. This looks like harm. But really, the first thing you got to do is to, to decide it's a gift. Say it may look like harm. It's harmful. It may look like it's here to hurt me. It may have already hurt me, but I choose that it's a gift. The first thing you have to do is make a decision to receive everything that's ever come into your life as a gift. Make the decision. Make the decision. Until you make the decision, it cannot be a gift, but it's a gift waiting to be recognized. So whether you acknowledge the gift or not, it is a gift. The moment you say, I receive it as a gift, then you can start to, to, to work your magic. But that's the step. And I want us to pause here for a little bit is you have to decide it's a gift. And here's the, here's the, the skill that you're going to grow in. And, and maybe you're already working with a coach that can help you grow in that skill. And if you don't have a coach, here I am. You know, I'm always going to invite you to work with me because I believe in the work that I do. I'm excited at the transformation I see in the clients that I'm working with currently. And I'm excited to see that transformation in you as well. So I'm inviting you, if you do not already have a coach with whom to do this work, I'm inviting you to be, to, to come work with me. But what I'm saying is that you're going to do the work that's going to help you transform things that don't look like they should be gifts into gifts. 
And as you do this work, this is work that you're going to do with other people by your side, hopefully with a coach, but maybe not a coach. Maybe it's your therapist. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's your best friend. But you're going to do this work side by side with someone in turning gifts, in turning things that don't look like gifts into gifts. Because this is the challenge you're going to have with this experiment. This is the challenge you're going to have with this experience is that you, there's some things in your life that are clearly a gift, you know. Your significant other, clearly a gift. You're like, no questions asked. This person has been a gift to me from the day I first met them. Your best friend, clearly a gift. You know what that kind of gift looks like, right? Maybe the residency program you are in, clearly a gift. But now you're like, okay, I know gifts. This is no gift. And that's the work you're having to do because you already know what a gift looks like in your mind. You have a picture of what it looks like. And so everything else that comes, you are not able to reconcile it. And so it's work that needs to be done for you to say it may not look like a gift, but how do we reframe our experience of it so that it becomes a gift? And that leads me to number three. Number three is where you turn all the experiences, all the challenges, everything you've ever had into a gift. You turn it into a gift because it is a gift. And you turn it into a gift because it takes skill to turn things into a gift. So I shared with you the story of how I turned into a gift, this experience with a mentor that I struggled with for years and called it a traumatic experience and called it a horrible experience. And, you know, in the moment it was, but what I recognize it is where it led me and how it exposed me for who I was and for the trauma that I had and for the healing that needed to happen, right? So work needed to happen to transform this thing into a gift. And that's the place that all of us, all of us can do the same work is in, in essence, we're going to put whatever, whatever we've experienced, we're going to put it inside our mind. We're going to transform it from the thing that it used to be into the thing that it needs to be for us. And that's how we receive everything as a gift. And I want to pause and just invite you to say that, you know, people who are broken can't give good gifts. They just don't even know that they're not giving good gifts. People who are hurting they can only think of ways to hurt other people too. So to be honest, they can't give good gifts. And so I just want you to give everybody around you grace, even where they're clearly not bringing a gift before you. And you know, there's malicious intent in their heart, whether you know it or not. Most times we can't actually judge because we're not inside them. We can't tell. But even if we think it's malicious, I just need you to understand that people cannot create anything greater than what they all have inside them. Nobody can, can create something greater than what they have inside them. So to be honest, instead of getting mad at the giver of the gift, just recognize that the, that the, reason, it, the reason that they've given you something that doesn't look like a gift is because that's all they can produce. They cannot produce something greater. If they could, they would. Do you see that there's a shortcoming? And so the gift is the sign of the condition of the giver. It's a sign of the condition of the giver, but it's okay. The most important person in this equation is you, the gift receiver. And so what an opportunity for you to take something that wasn't even meant as a gift and to transform it into a gift. And I'm just helping you recognize today that that is your superpower, but you don't just come into the superpower. It's kind of like one of those superpowers that you have to go into a, like a period of training, hard work. Like, you know, it's like one of those Mr. Miyagi kind of experiments for those of you who watched, um, what was that movie? Karate Kid, right? Karate Kid. It was like, wax on, wax off. You don't even know that you're doing the work, but you're doing the work. And all of a sudden you're going to become a karate superstar. But it takes a lot of work and a lot of frustration sometimes. 
and a lot of not believing that you're doing anything or moving forward, but you are. One of your superpowers is the ability to transform things that don't look like gifts into gifts. And it's work that I invite you to do if you're not doing it already. And so what are the three things I'm inviting you to do this week? I'm inviting you to receive every gift, even when it doesn't look like a gift. If it's coming to you, receive it. And it may be, and, and, and I'm not asking you to tolerate environments of abuse, right? That's not what I'm saying. I'm asking you to think about how is this a gift to you? How is this a gift to you? And it may be that you're like, okay, this gift is a gift because I'm taking it in small doses. It's not the kind of gift I'm going to continue to ex you know, expose myself for a long time. Let's take, for example, you know, it's a bottle of wine. Beautiful. A bottle of wine is a great thing. And you take a little bit of a bottle of wine, it's a great gift. But when you start to like drink three and four and five and six bottles of wine, it becomes not a gift, right? And so it's recognizing to what extent is this a gift? How do I create it as a gift? And how do I prevent it from, from, from being not a gift, right? So there's a skill to it. But I want to invite you to recognize that everything that's in your environment is a gift to you. I want, I want you to just go into this week just with, a, with an understanding of, okay, this is a gift. This is a gift for me, right? I want you to just to just have that expectation and have that, have, that, have that attitude of gift, 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 gift. No matter how it's coming, just say, this is a gift. That's the first thing I'm inviting you to do. The second thing I'm inviting you to do is to work. Work with somebody. Doesn't have to be me, but I would love it if it was, be, if it was me. But someone else who's like-minded to say, how can I transform this into a gift? And it takes work. There are some gifts that you have to do the transformation three or four times. It's like, wow, I've transformed this gift three or four times. It's still looking very ugly because it takes work. And that's why this is not work you do by yourself. This is work you do in community. And so I'm inviting you to, to find a partner, to find someone who will come alongside you to transform some really, really hard and challenging gifts into the gifts that they truly are. And the third thing I want to invite you to do is I want to invite you to share this with somebody else who's been through tragedy, who's been through loss, who's really experienced something ugly because it really does take somebody else showing them that, hey, I know it was really bad, but this can also be a gift to you. It really takes someone else showing them. So whether you share this episode with them actually sharing the episode, or whether you just share the insights from the episode, that's my invitation to you is to say, hey, let's not leave people continuing to be broken over something that should be received as a gift. And if you can be part of the cavalry to help rescue them from the feeling that an experience they had is a is is as you know is is not a gift, instead of instead of allowing them to wallow in that, so that they can step into the place where they recognize it for the gift it is, you can give them this gift of sharing these insights, so that they are able to step into into their understanding of what it means to turn things into gifts as well. So, women of color in hematology, I want to thank you. And you are part of the cavalry or part of the people who are helping other people see themselves in a new light, transform their experiences because you're transforming your own experience. You're a walking billboard of what it means to accept gifts where gifts were not intended. And so I just want to congratulate you for doing that work. It's not easy. You're not where you want to be yet. I'm still working on this transformation thing. And so it's a work that continues, but I want to congratulate you for doing the work. I want to thank you so much for listening, for sharing this episode, for subscribing, for, for, for giving us five stars so that other people can find us as well. I want to thank you for everything you're doing to transform your environment and your generations because you're so amazing. All right. Thank you for listening. I look forward to talking with you again the next time.